0: It's the UpX Podcast, baby, glad you tuned in, got
1: your host, thank me later, you're stupid to win, might be coming obsession as soon as you begin, start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in, welcome to Offland. grab your UpX man, on your way and the doll hit you with four grand, get
0: to buying and gripping. And welcome to the UPX Podcast, folks, this is T. Davis with BDAG, how you doing today BDAG? Hey, this
1: is B-DAG with T.
0: Davis. (laughs) I'm doing good. It's uh, cold
1: and snowy here in the Northwest.
0: Yeah, man. That's uh, a blanket of white. How was your holiday? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, Merry
1: Christmas to all our listeners as well, or whatever you celebrate this time of year. Yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, You know, I couldn't believe for the first time my kids were actually cranky about some of the stuff they got. (laughs) But... And that's just the way we humans are. Yeah. It's quite age. good
0: enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. How about you? Um, it was great, man. Um, I got to spend it with my oldest kids, and I was able to get them what they wanted off their wish list. Did they complain about it? <laughs> no, they were actually All right, very, yeah. very excited. <laughs> um, so, funny story, though, I, I had bought my son, uh, my oldest son, an Xbox, and... Uh, I got it off of an app called OfferUp because I forgot to order it, and I just had to get one, and I I paid an arm and a leg for it. But um, I left it out on the dining room table, and their mother stopped by unannounced with the kids, and I'm just excited to see them. So I opened the door and let them in. And what do you think the first thing his eyes focus on when he walks in? Yep. And uh, I I couldn't even play it off with a good lie. And so uh, (laughs) there was a very little surprise, but um, at at least, I mean, he was excited to see it when when he saw it early. But then uh, we told him that he had to put on an act for the family when he opened it. And he did a great job. He actually nailed it
1: there you go if you want to if you want to <laughs> regather that surprise on christmas morning you wrap a much smaller box and stick it under the tree <laughs> yeah. with just a note in it that says go check the garage or something like that
0: yeah somebody told me to put bricks in it instead of there the xbox <laughs> so man uh a lot has been going on in upland since we last recorded uh we have. no i
1: feel like our schedule's crumbling but i know there's been some IRL stuff that's kind of pushed us around
0: and yeah year has just been tough right 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 well we're we're uh we got a new year ahead of us and uh we can hit the schedule a little harder and uh now knowing that we can you know record pretty much whenever i always thought that this time uh, was off limits for you so it's great knowing that um you have the flexibility to do that right so there really isn't any reason for us to to miss more than a day late or so. Yeah. But um, let's take a look here. So we had... Uh, well, what's 1st Be Daggy? You, you tell me what, what we want to talk about first.
1: Well, given the time of year, uh, Christmas decor and elements and such. Um, the Christmas decor this year, Halloween decor was sponsored by Spirits, the Halloween costume megastore. But yeah. for Christmas, they allowed the player base to come up with designs and then they chose uh, upland chose their favorite designs and then further put it to us for a vote and those that got a certain amount of votes then ended up going into the store and the cool thing about that is that every one of those that got purchased a portion of that went back to the original creator nice so yeah i really appreciate that that we're starting to see stuff like that and these are permanent items as well they're limited to being used on your structures for a certain time of year but they will always be available for the next year so unfortunately the only thing about that is that they were delivered on christmas eve and (laughs) so we couldn't have them displayed you know for any time uh, leading up but at least we should be able to have them for a couple weeks i think in january so those will be up for a while and then whatever you have is there next year apparently you can trade these things too Neat. But I haven't figured out how to do that yet. The mechanics there, I guess it just doesn't matter. I bought what I liked. I uh, bought what looked like it was selling out. And I've got a couple of my my Little Italy Fresno stuff decorated. Neat. Neat, yeah. Yeah, adding a little more of that human element, I guess, to Upland. Uh, and the other thing, too, is the NFL PA mementos. Yeah. They're has been some talk about, hey, I ordered them. Where are they? Well, they're going to finally be minted and released just in time for 2022. These are the 2020 mementos we're talking about. So I suppose uh, in 2022, we'll start getting the 2021 mementos. How is that all supposed to work? Is it at the end of the season on purpose?
0: So that's a great question, you know, and I I just participated in the uh the latest uh I guess drop if it's what you want to call it. Um mm-hmm. I had went to Rutherford and I went to the uh NFLPA store there and I registered to I
1: didn't understand that.
0: Um was that you? Did you hear that?
1: I heard that. It wasn't me. Ah, one of us. One of us has Siri or
0: Cortana on. Oh yeah, we'll have to edit that out. That's me. My Bluetooth. Whoops. I thing my phone didn't ring. That'd been embarrassing. Um, I went and registered for the uh, the Eagles game and uh, purchased. I I was late to it, so I purchased the one player that was. Pretty popular and left still because it was super expensive. It was like six hundred thousand Upics. Okay. Um, and the, the process in general was uh, was pretty neat. Um, I'm looking at it now here. It looks like there's lots of Eagles fans and not so many Giants fans, but it's looking like they're doing it like on a on a game by game basis. Um, so I would imagine that this is going to open up again here for the week 16 games okay and just finish out the schedule that's how it's looking to me um i know that it said something about if uh the player didn't play in the game that i would get a refund or something like that Uh, so do you pre-purchase essentially yeah and then mm -hmm. release mementos
1: based on that specific game
0: Yep, that's my understanding of it yep okay and uh yeah it was a pretty neat experience and i'm on a plane now uh somewhere over the midwest headed back to (laughs) san francisco yep uh as i'm sure you are as well because we have something coming up to talk about as well but um
1: yeah fun stuff coming up soon but uh yeah we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there a little later in the show couple other updated things. Uh, there's a landmark auction that happened. This was the Kaufman Center for Performing Arts in Kansas City. Our friend Abdul 86 SA did not pick this one up. Huh. Uh, this was another player I don't believe I've heard of before called meta builds. And he grabbed it for 9.2 million. The way these work is they're supposed to be reverse auctions, right? So the price starts at what upland, the most upland would like to get for it. And then every hour 20 minutes or whatever it is, they drop it by a bit. Well, I don't? It's been a while since any of these auctions have really dropped at all. They seem to get picked up pretty quickly. So that's what we got going on on the uh, landmark front. And there's another one coming up. You mentioned the Fountain of Life in Cleveland uh, last time. or Right, time yeah. Before. Yeah, well, guess what? It's up for a landmark auction and i don't have the date for that off the top You remember what that was going to be uh i'll look at it while i'm talking but probably going to be in the next sometime this
0: week yeah it was just announced literally while we were preparing for this so let me go take a look here right
1: so the cool thing about this one is it's got a public square address so that's a ultra rare collection in cleveland
0: yeah it's tomorrow 8 a.m pacific tomorrow okay
1: oh same time as the stress test that we'll talk about later and starting price for that is 10.1 million upx, which that uh, makes sense. The Kaufman Center in Kansas City—it wasn't part of any collection whatsoever—but this Fountain of Life will get you Public Square as well as downtown Cleveland collections. So starting price of 10.1 million is not terrible, I suppose. Uh, let's see. That's it for landmarks at the moment. What else? Bronx. Cities are coming out like there's no tomorrow.
0: Right, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh,
1: I don't remember if we talked on the air about it. I think we did. Bronx. I was a little surprised Bronx was released with the demand that's needed. Um, Bronx is pretty small compared to Queens. But Bronx came out anyway. You know, it only took a week for Bronx to be released.
0: Uh, Stress tests were all
1: so bad that they had to keep delaying it but a couple of those were not upland's fault i think the first one was amazon web services had a ddos and it was uh not running up to speed so that killed the first stress test and then who runs eos nodes is that gray mass
0: uh the yeah 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 i guess it's it depends like on that. what what uh context you're asking they're about. Yeah. they're
1: one of them um I think Graymass then suffered an outage, and that kind of killed the next stress test. And I don't know what's been happening, but it just seemed like Upland has been crippling along since that. I don't know if it's trying to get caught back up on transactions or what, but um, Bronx finally was released. I was not there for it. it which is one of the first releases I was not there for. It was uh, a little too early in the morning for me.
0: Yeah, Uh, I unfortunately didn't participate. Um, There was one sole property that I wanted, and it turns out that it was locked. Uh, I'll Uh, bet. It's a landmark, so I'm glad that I didn't uh, didn't get up early um, and try to go after that, because I would have been disappointed.
1: Yeah, that would have been like, you know, sunrise and about 10
0: a.m. for you. Right, you know, and Early in the morning. I know that there's been uh, players like Atomic Pop and uh, others who have called out the uh, the frustration of not knowing the locked properties in advance. And I never right, had it, yeah. I never had it uh, impact me, and still, fortunately, have not had it impact me. But I, I can definitely see the frustration uh, associated with that, right? Because right. Uh, had I gotten up and, and tried to, you know. Hit that property, I would have been very upset when I learned that it was locked and there was, you know, no indication of that prior. Right. Well, yeah. And I suppose that,
1: uh, I don't know. I, I think they used to release or at least have properties showing a good couple of days in advance so you could start poking around and seeing what there is. But I believe they're doing that just like an hour before now. Yeah. Getting the property grid out there. As well as a neighborhood so we really have no idea what's going to be coming up
0: right yeah
1: uh, which which i suppose maybe adds just a tiny extra bit of stall as it were yep uh, in order to give every player an equal chance there's a ton of players in the game now it's gotten huge
0: so right yeah Yeah. yeah. anymore yeah and you know what um I noticed that when the Bronx released my Manhattan properties, and uh, I think I—I I think it was only Manhattan that I sold, but the the market for Manhattan shot up. I'm um, fairly certain that it was a pretty hot commodity while the Bronx was opening, um, sure. and, and obviously just due to due proximity to the to the new opening city. Um, but I, I've made some pretty significant fiat sales um, in the last week or so um, in Manhattan and some in New Orleans. And I'm wondering if that trend will continue uh, as cities begin to, you know, open around the globe. Will we see a spike in nearby cities? You know, Right. Well, I've got a market report at the end,
1: just a, a really high high elevation one sure uh, but maybe we can start tracking that on our yeah. shows and see what what each region does yeah, but yeah, yeah i agree i had some properties for sale too that i'd forgotten were listed and i had them listed kind of high at the time but right they all sold at this point yeah I nothing for sale both uh, epics and fiat so bronx was kind of a disaster, uh, but it wasn't nearly as bad as uh, Brooklyn had ended up being. It went okay. Uh, at least that's what I hear. For those who were there, uh, sometimes properties would go from gray straight to light blue. No, you'd never see the green. That's pretty typical. Uh, but hopefully, that was an opportunity to get things ironed out. Because hey, guess what? We're having another city release. Uh, yep. It's like popcorn, man. They just keep jumping up. <laughs> so, way back when Oakland was released, we were given the promise that uh, it was going to start being a hub to host some of the other connected suburbs, which I thought was really cool. And at the time, Regrid was selling their data more on a county basis. So, I think when Upland bought that data, they got uh, Oakland and Al- or the, uh, Berkeley and Alameda, San Leandro, Haywood, and a bunch of other smaller cities in that data set well they regrid has changed their model on that so a lot of those smaller uh, a lot of the counties have been broken up into smaller regions so i don't know how this will go in the future but if uh, i understand correctly upland has already got the data for a lot of oakland suburbs so hopefully this doesn't end up being you remember remember that show title you did months ago called brooklyn yeah where both oakland and brooklyn were just both a pain Well, hot on the heels of another uh, New York City borough, we're getting another shot at Oakland. So I don't know if this is going to end up being like Bronx, Broke, Brokes Bronxland (laughs) part 2, you know, something like that. I hope this goes a little smoother. Uh, So Oakland is just across the bay to the east from San Francisco. Yeah, It has got 122,000 properties in ReGrid. We've lost a lot of our good third-party tools, so I can't tell you exactly how many properties are in-game. But at least in ReGrid, Oakland has 122,000 properties. Berkeley, which is directly to the north, has about 35,000 properties. And Alameda, which is the island to the southwest, has about 21,000 properties. So So wait a minute. Help me understand
0: where Alameda is.
1: Sure. So Alameda is the island to the southwest of Oakland.
0: Oh, yeah, look at that. Mm -hmm.
1: And it's actually more than just that island. There's also uh, a little region just to the south of it. That's almost another island, but not quite. So wait
0: a minute, how do we get here? Uh, Oakland, just from Oakland. So we're taking the train in from Oakland and, and, and just floating over. I assume it'll float over. There's no transportation. I mean, we didn't see any train terminals or anything, right?
1: No. And yeah, I think I remember them saying there's not going to be any terminals sold for this. So that's my assumption. You just float across the- uh, Interesting. Across the shipping canal there and you're in Alameda. Berkeley makes a lot more sense. It's just an extension, a a land extension.
0: Interesting,
1: interesting. Yeah, so no terminals. Just Oakland expanding, kind of like when Fresno added Clovis.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So this addition ought to take Oakland to about 50% bigger than it is right now. But it's still not a ton. It's going to go pretty quick, I guarantee. So as far as collections go, kind of the same thing when Clovis came online for Fresno. Uh, If there were any extensions of streets like Olive Avenue, I'm trying to remember if that one went into Clovis. I don't believe so. Um, but if there were any extensions that went into Clovis, then those collections were expanded just in the number of properties they had. But Clovis also added an ultra rare to the Fresno collection grid. So not only did we get a couple of extensions if applicable, but we also got a little extra collection on top of that. Um, now with Oakland, that kind of opens it up to a little bit of speculation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some extensions, if applicable. And I think they said somewhere around four new collections in total. Uh, Let's see. This, obviously, everything will be a part of the East Bay collection, which was aptly named. Uh, They did not call the city-specific one the Oaklander, but they called it East Bay. So Mm -hmm. if you end up with one Oakland property, one Berkeley property, and one Alameda property, you have an East Bay. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, A couple of other extensions on the north end of Oakland would be Telegraph and College Avenues. They both extend for, oh, looks like, about a half a mile beyond. I don't even know how many properties that would be. I would guess about another hundred each. And College is a rare collection, so I'm pretty sure those are going to be highly sought after. Telegraph is exclusive, I believe. Um, so it still will be pretty sought after. Berkeley and Alameda both have higher property values than Oakland. So I would expect these to be some fairly expensive properties, uh, perhaps ranging up to 800 uppics ex- per up squared, depending on the neighborhood.
0: Right. And they're releasing these uh, simultaneously, correct?
1: Berkeley and Alameda both. Yep, wow. so either go, go north or go south.
0: Yeah, interesting. So what
1: do you know about <clears throat> Berkeley and Alameda? What are your speculations for potential additional collections?
0: Well, I like theaters and distilleries in yeah, Alameda okay. um, along with Webster Street and maybe Park Street. Is that
1: uh Webster Street extension of Oakland? I know it's not a collection, but let me see, I... I'm taking a look here too. I remember there being a Webster. Yeah, it looks like it is, okay. So that would be one of your few bridge connections. Actually, it says Webster Street Tube. Webster Street Tube. That would be one of your tunnel co- co- <laughs> connections to Alameda from Oakland. Webster Street
0: Tube, yep. And then yep. it connects. Okay.
1: Um, And let's
0: see, Park Street.
1: Yeah, man. There's also a Broadway in Alameda. A few blocks east of the park there. Park Street. Park Ave. No, you're not going for the Broadway, though? Uh, Let's see. Where's
0: Broadway at? You gotta love Broadway. I didn't know that there was one. Ah, okay. Alameda. Let's see. Which direction does that run that's yeah, the same direction as the others. Same direction as Park, yeah. Yeah, so what's the longest street that goes from east to west? I believe it's Central Avenue. Central Ave. There's a few of them. Yeah, it looks like
1: maybe. Central's the main one. Ensenal yeah. you know, doesn't go all the way. Ensenal dies into Central. Uh, and it looks like a couple of the dead presidents might run all the way as well. Sure, Anything yeah. It seems to be pretty long.
0: So, I like distilleries for an ultra rare. Um, We Mm -hmm. saw that in Kansas City, uh, and we got something similar in Cleveland. I think they had breweries, right? Right. And then, uh, obviously, we know theaters in Manhattan. I don't think we've seen it again since then. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: True. So, is this like serious off-off-off Broadway theaters?
0: Well... uh, you know i'm going to my trusty resource of uh wikipedia ah uh, okay and uh theaters is a uh heading under arts and culture um, no kidding okay yeah the city restored the historic art deco city landmark alameda theater expanding it to include the theater multiplex so you know what maybe the alter and planes maybe that will just be a landmark the alameda theater okay I mean it is a landmark city landmark alameda theater sure but an in-game one i got right you. right right um but it also points out um you know just webster street and park street uh and um the spirits alley i, I think that regardless of whether or not that's a collection or ends up being a collection it's going to be mm-hmm. highly sought after because it was mentioned in the upland update oh um, yeah and you know we're now mentioning it here, and I just you know I, I would anticipate it being a, a highly competitive uh collection speculation. Sure, that's got some IRL value, right? Right, right. So, I'm not sure what I'm going to shoot for because Alameda looks to be a bit smaller than Berkeley. We know that though, right. Uh, yeah, let's see. I,
1: like I mentioned, Berkeley was 35,000, Alameda was 21,000. So, yes, yeah. it's, a,
0: it's about two thirds the size. So, for Berkeley, I like uh, Shattuck Avenue, University Avenue, Solano Avenue, um, and Sacramento Street, along with the uh, extending collections streets that you mentioned Telegraph Ave and College Ave.
1: Right. So are those in the Wikipedia article for Berkeley
0: then? That is correct. And in (laughs) fact, they have a major streets heading, which. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they also have a neighborhoods heading. Um, There's a downtown Berkeley, which I will be bullish on. Um, It also mentioned, uh, let's see what else. Um, South Side, North Side, Claremont District. Let's see, and then North Berkeley, West Berkeley. It'll, I guess, it'll depend on how they line out the border lines for for Berkeley and what neighborhoods end up actually making it into Upland, right? Because.
1: Uh, as far as the neighborhoods go, Alameda's got 15 and Berkeley's got about 24, but none of that is official. So depending on the source, I sure hope they don't go with Santa Clara uh, idea where they just call them west, Southwest, right, Northwest, right right. Central West, west Central northeast, yada, yada. Uh, yeah, they, there are some pretty good neighborhood names in both of those suburbs
0: because we saw is oakland have a downtown it does right it was that a collection i don't remember uh let me check my charts here let's see i got it up right here no way yes I got it, it sure was right. oh you beat me to it
1: okay so you think maybe except alameda doesn't have a downtown neighborhood well that's unfortunate Can yeah you imagine getting
0: downtown in one of each of those Right, yeah, if Berkeley has a downtown, I would say that that's going to be highly sought after.
1: However, it would be called Berkeley Downtown and would not be an extension of Oakland's downtown. Right, correct, Yep. Yeah.
0: Right, right, but we also gotta think about the potential for cross city collections and uh, they, you know, Oakland's been laying that foundation for quite some time now.
1: Right, yeah, I like where you're going with a lot of this. The only one that I might crap on a little bit is Shattuck Avenue because it does extend down into Oakland. Oh, it and does. It was not an Oakland collection. Gotcha. And I didn't really check on any of the other ones, but Shattuck stood out to me for some reason, and now I know why. So okay, that's uh, that's a pretty good list there. I like a lot of those picks. I have a few different picks. Um, part of what I do when I'm setting up collections when I'm writing down the collections of every neighborhood. Oh, something's going on with my grid here. Uh, what I do when I set up these collections is I also set up a grid of, st- of the rarity cross-reference to whether it's city, street, or neighborhood. So I've got a secondary grid I look at here and we're pretty light on street collections, especially in a limited department. So, I would definitely want to add one limited street and potentially another exclusive neighborhood. Uh, Thousand Oaks and Berkeley Hills in Berkeley both have pretty good name recognition, but I don't know if they're going to be exclusive enough to be exclusive. Uh, But what I did notice in Alameda is that there's both a Gold Coast, which I think you mentioned, and, and a South Shore neighborhood. Which, comparing Alameda to Chicago is uh, maybe Apples and Volkswagens, but they do both have neighborhoods called Gold Coast and South Shore. So who knows if that could become a cross-city collection. And the other one, if we're going to look for a limited street, I would put money on Central Avenue in Alameda. I uh, mentioned that a couple of minutes ago. It's kind of the spine. I mean, that makes sense. It's called Central, right? But it goes practically from the east side of Alameda Island and extends pretty good distance to the west. The Air Force, Air Force? Yeah, the Air Force base on Alameda Island, which I think has been decommissioned, at least partly, if not fully, kind of takes up a good chunk of that west tip. But the other thing to look at about Alameda is that it includes uh the other little island to the south there gosh i lost the name of it now what is that called it's called something something island harbor something anyway (laughs) uh that island is technically connected to the mainland but uh the western half of that chunk i guess you would call it is part of oakland um it sort of seems like a red herring to me, though. Okay. It'll be kind of like uh, that portion of New Orleans way up in the northeast, where it just kind of keeps rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. So I'm I wouldn't put any money on collections there, but just to note that there is more Alameda that direction. I see. Right, it'd be just south of Alameda Island. <laughs> all right we've got these recorded is there anything else I had on mine no so are I, you going for Berkeley or Alameda uh, you know I think I'm gonna be heading into Berkeley and part of the reason is because I already own a couple of College Avenue properties okay that are pretty close to the border up there so that gets me in a good starting position
0: Yeah, I was just looking at where where I could float from and I don't have anything close to either unfortunately um like Shafter is the furthest north okay I could have a chance
1: there but those block explorers sure like to change directions
0: yeah you know what actually no I have something a little closer Rockridge is up there but I would imagine that let's see what are what's the oh yeah these prices are all ridiculous you're looking at buying something yeah I'm highs. just curious sure. to see let's see let's do it this way yeah 20 20,000 yeah I'm finding 45,000 let's see if I pull oh, it I'm up a little bit like this yeah I'm seeing 45k which isn't terrible no if it gets you a leg up to
1: grab some brand new telegraph for college and flip them okay. then uh, that's money well spent
0: Yeah, that's Actually, what I'm I seeing. 45, I'm be, yeah. 45K. I got let me do it the other direction. Let's see if I just keep it like right here. Let's see. 912 Foothill.
1: You're looking at uh, Alameda Outpost there? Yeah. Gotcha. The thing that I'm not completely sure of is whether they would release it as standard versus vanilla. But I think it's safe to say that uh, Telegraph and College are both known. So it might be kind of a quasi release uh, where we know College and Telegraph are going to be collections, but not knowing any of the rest of them. So the stress test is, wow, tomorrow morning. That's. 12, 13, 14, 15 hours from this recording to 8 a.m. again. Gosh, why do they keep doing this 8 a.m. stuff? Yeah. Uh, At least 8 a.m. Pacific time. The 9 a.m. Pacific time, that that worked out okay. You know, if I would have done my research, better research beforehand, I would have known exactly which neighborhood uh, was going to be released as the stress test. Anna would have been able to tell you exactly where it is. I was pretty sure it was a Berkeley neighborhood. I'm looking it up right now in Fillon Air as I look for it. So let's see. They are going to be released in vanilla mode.
0: Right. And what's uh, your... Think, well, well, actually, go ahead and uh, finish your thought there. And then I'll sure. ask you a question. Uh,
1: oh, they're, they're saying there could be four to seven new collections for Oakland uh, to help round it out in its uh, new 27 grades of city what tiering so uh there could be up to seven new collections so maybe i would also throw an ultra rare venue in there i I like your distilleries for that that would work uh let's see so it's going to be the north berkeley neighborhood in berkeley i'm pretty sure that's in the north of berkeley (laughs) uh that would not have College or Telegraph Avenue in it. But if it's far enough north, uh, Berkeley is not that big. And if you get something in North Berkeley, that might give you a nice little, another nice little starting point to maybe float south to Telegraph. or. Yeah, where are you seeing
0: that collection number? In the article?
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, there you go. Four to seven new collections for Oakland.
1: Right, which would bring it within range of the amount of collections it needs for whichever tier it's going to end up in. I see. So let's see. Tuesday, the stress test will be North Berkeley in Berkeley. And then on Wednesday, the next morning, then Alameda and Berkeley release will begin by opening East End in Alameda and Elmwood in Berkeley. And if everything goes well, then at about 8.15 or so, they will open up all the rest of it. And potentially, it won't be a week until
0: everything gets opened up this time. So let me ask you this. Has there ever been a city edition like Clovis and Fresno where the collection properties carried over clovis would have had maybe olive ave does that sound right
1: yeah i was looking at that i mentioned that earlier and was trying to find it i don't know that olive ave actually ended up extending into there Uh, clovis added three new neighborhoods because i think we already had tarpy as a neighborhood Olive, Olive, Olive. No, Olive is pretty far south, so it would not have extended into there, and I think that was the only east-west street. Uh, The north-south streets were all kind of bundled up in the central area.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they they gave us, Clovis gave us uh, the Old Town, and what else? I think that was it. Was it? yeah let's look at the
1: collection so is there
0: uh, the reason i'm asking is there any precedent set for right. for the extension of collections so for for the right 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 case tomorrow it will be you know is telegraph is college um and I, was it only those two i think it was right telegraph yeah, and college
1: only two i could find yeah
0: will will those be collections and i would i have to say yes i mean right i
1: would think so since it's the same city yeah i mean it's not like we're adding a new you know what
0: we will know likely right away when they put the properties down if we can just go look at the street id that will sure that's
1: a good point uh north berkeley will not have either of those streets in it but what was the other one it was east end or elmwood elmwood was the other test property so elmwood looks like both telegraph and college run up into it mm, so i think not tomorrow morning but the next morning yeah both college and telegraph so elmwood could potentially be our indication uh with not very much of a warning but that'll be our indication whether or not college and telegraph continue as collections yeah interesting i'm looking at another map here that one two three four five six seven eight nine it's only got about 10 neighborhoods for berkeley instead of the 24 some i mentioned given how santa clara went and even worse how nashville went i wouldn't doubt if they went for this smaller 10 neighborhood layout of Berkeley instead of the 24-neighborhood one. Yeah. Nashville was a disappointment. We covered that, though. Okay, that's cool. And then there's one more thing here. East End and Alameda. Yeah. East End neighborhood, it seems like a good choice. That bunches everybody up way over on the east side there, Uh, meaning that you still got to float quite a ways to get Central and West Alameda. Got gotcha. you. Uh, do, 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 do. That's all the main info that I think is worth repeating uh, from that announcement. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anything else to add?
0: Uh, just what is your opinion or preference standard versus vanilla releases i really prefer vanilla yeah i would do i would agree i know that there was some discourse uh in uh the channels about um you know people explaining why they like standard over vanilla but um i think the data and and i'm sure upland knows this but when the collections are known that puts uh a a great amount of stress on i'm sure not only their systems but just with the users right like uh, we know we're we're all shooting for the same thing and uh it leads to a a more frustrating experience and not to mention it leads all the non-collections to be unminted right um yep yep which plus the thrill of the hunt
1: with the vanilla you got to do a little research and figure out what you think there's going to be standard collections are kind of like fighting to be spoon-fed right
0: right right right
1: whereas vanilla is blazing your own trail and hoping
0: for the best and there's the potential to uh you know just have some dumb luck right yeah sure
1: I mean i have mentioned it before i loved the vanilla release of cleveland because i got two ultra rare properties in public square which right i never would have gotten
0: otherwise yeah i mean in the standard release those would likely be locked and and auctioned right that's that normally how they were doing it uh potentially yeah kansas
1: city has their ultra rare collections locked still yeah so yeah i don't like that Right. And when they did Fresno, the Clovis addition, addition uh, like uh, the what, Old Town Clovis, those were locked and auctioned off, or not auctioned off necessarily. I think those were mintable, but they were super expensive. Yep. As they should be for a collection that's going to be 21 times its mint price. And I guess that's the other benefit of a vanilla collection, is that you can pick up an ultra rare for base price. Right, right, right. Otherwise, they're going to cost you 21 times more. Sure, mint. yep. Which, you know, when this whole thing started out, that was good for Upland. That was more upics that you had to buy to be able to get into those collections. But now with the user base as big as it is, and did I just say users again? Duck on it. With the player base as big <laughs> as it is, uh, you've got so many more people buying upics yeah, you know, there's still collection swapping going on which is handing out free epics but still people have got to buy that epics in order to to really get ahead and you know there's a bunch of players who are doing that so yep even even with the vanilla and not spending 21 times as much over the mint price i would have to imagine they're doing pretty well
0: yeah i don't i don't imagine we're going to see it another standard release um i, I think that the current format that they're uh, they're releasing cities in is is a winner and will likely continue to see it go this way, for sure. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm just curious what your thoughts were on it. I I also prefer vanilla. Um, I think it works better for the community. It works better better for Upland, and uh, you know gives us the opportunity to uh, do collection speculation. That's right. That's a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. so all right moving on uh Um, tell me about this uh this spark disaster that they had my word i only heard about it
1: after the fact and then the announcement from upland but apparently there was some sort of issue where uplanders uh going up to uplander was it uh, me. i can never remember the levels anymore it's a visitor to uplander uplander to pro right yep so i believe they went from uplander to pro whichever level is supposed to go to give you 0.6 spark or maybe it's less than that right somewhere there's a chart and i'm not going to look it up right now anyway a bunch of newer players were accidentally issued 6.0 spark each uh, when they did the level up during spark up week and that is just an egregious error somebody missed a decimal point or something like that right uh maybe it was supposed to be 1.0 not even that high it should have been one it should have been less than one spark each and also after a little more digging into it it was speculated that it's a potential multi-accounting group right that had gotten all that spark so a lot of options were floated by players. One of them was give everybody six spark and then readjust the entire economy of it. That just seemed like an overwhelming uh, solution. That's that's kind of like what the US government's doing right now, just throw more <laughs> money at the problem, right? Uh, that doesn't always end well, but, but in the case of the spark, if you adjust the economy for that if inflation, it may have balanced out okay, because it's a nice closed system. Uh, what else there were uh i don't remember a couple of the other options floated anyway what they ended up doing was they locked the spark that was given out they locked the spark to those players or potentially locked those players from using spark right I don't know what the exact mechanic would have been and then they have given all those players the option to burn the spark which is an option that is not available to you until you go in uh they've got to enable a certain setting for you under settings and you can go in there and however much you have agreed to burn of whatever you then go in and you take care of it under that i had to do that once when there was the big debacle with the wizard block explorer that was given out 100 epics Um, there was a failure in the system and i didn't end up getting the block explorer so eventually, what happened is there it is. It's under settings. There's community pool. So you uh, you put upx back into that pool. So what I had to do is I had to send a hundred thousand upx back to the community pool, essentially burning yep. it. Well, not burning it because it still existed, but getting rid of it on my end. And then once that happened, they issued my refund. Um, that whole mechanic has changed, so that doesn't have to be dealt with anymore. But they're going to fix that so that you can do that with Spark as well, is my understanding. And that ought to balance things back out to where they should be. Uh, let's see. What else about that? So, yeah, I think that's about all. Um, I don't know if they're going to make them burn the entire amount of Spark they received or just the 5.4, or 5. Point whatever they need to burn to get it back. But uh, in my opinion, uh, that was a pretty good quick fix on the part of the Upland team and uh, I don't know just it, it was one of those things though that made me wonder if they need a new a brand new programming side <laughs> right of this like how many times in your job could you make errors even going back to the Fresno train stations being unlocked when they should not have right. been Right. there have constantly been errors throughout releases and just in general I don't know how many times you can do that before you finally say, you know what, we're not renewing your contract. We're hiring somebody else to finish right. this and and continue it. Uh, and a lot, there's a lot of, I think, maybe misplaced frustration with the Upland team themselves when I believe a lot of this is programming issues. However, it is Upland's responsibility to make sure that they've got as good a programming team as they can get in order to keep things running smoothly and with as few hiccups as possible. There's my two cents on that part. Agreed. Right, and speaking of disasters, um, we are currently dealing with one right now where the Bronx release, it suffered because of both the Amazon Web Service outage and then a gray mass outage. Right now there are issues, rolling issues with collecting sends more with doing transactions within the game i tried to buy a property an hour ago and it would not allow me to um yeah uh and what's going on is i think that prior amazon web service outage is still causing issues within game mechanics upland is aware of it they released an announcement an hour or two ago that everything should be resolved within 24 hours you know, just in time for the stress test to completely collapse. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. I'm glad that they are expecting to have at least two stress tests. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> At least scheduled and, and potentially one more after that. Uh, yeah, cool. we'll see if we can get that last city in. Yeah. What else we got going on?
0: In that uh, well, the uh I know the business beta is moving along. Uh mm-hmm. all of my data has been submitted, so that's uh um business name, business description, uh images um all sent forward and we have a planned cool. meeting this week where uh, I'm not sure what is going to be allowed to be discussed and what's not, but we should get some news uh in that meeting about what the next steps are and uh it just i I can sense that things are moving along with it and it shouldn't be uh long before we see the very first block explorer shops appear in upland and it's been a long time talking about it right
1: yeah it has but that's sure exciting
0: yeah yeah and um yeah i'm just i'm really excited to see how that how that goes um what it what it's what's involved with it all Um, Mm uh how they're going to uh handle the uh, production issues if if there are are any like what happens if um you know i i sell all of my block explorers and everybody who has submitted some to Sell in my store in all stores, like what happens if they're they all get bought then like then what oh. what do they do right yeah right um i I doubt we'll see that, but um you know i'm I'm wondering what they have planned for that will there mm-hmm. be um will be we be able to submit our own designs for approval, or will that would they be cool. have, have some on deck already um
1: yeah. Right, gotcha, like exclusives only available through the BE shops. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'd be a nice extra mechanic to add in. Yep. Cool, good. And uh, what else? Uh, last thing I have for today is, I know you usually do these, but I threw together, we haven't done one in a while, and I threw together a super brief market report. Cool. Uh, mentioned earlier how the players base has been exploding and supplies trying to keep up so central California well I'll start with Bay Area the original market San Francisco and that also includes Oakland and Santa Clara Uh, the floor in the Bay Area is 13,000 right now and here we are opening a few more properties in the Bay Area so that's kind of a good thing help keep that price in check central California Fresno and Bakersfield is 8,000 which is a little surprising if i remember the last time we checked in fresno was closing in on six but it was still in the 5000 uh, upix range and when i am given these numbers in Upix, uh, that also includes usd it's possible some of these markets were the lowest listing was in usd and so i just converted that to upix the midwest which is the biggest grouping that i put together and that's nashville chicago cleveland and kansas city the floor is only thirty-five hundred, but then again, there are still properties to be minted in Cleveland and Chicago and Kansas City and Nashville, for that matter. So, I think that contributes a lot to that low price tag. Uh, NOLA, on the other hand, New Orleans, which does still have properties available for minting, is up to seven thousand. So, I believe that tells a little bit of the story of how much more popular or well-known New Orleans is being twice the amount of anywhere in the Midwest. And New York City is, the floor there is 11,000, except for... So, I, I
0: see that, and that doesn't Except sound for that
1: one $8.50 <sighs> property that I can't seem to buy.
0: <laughs> Where the, are you taking, stat, you're taking Staten Island, Brooklyn, everything into account?
1: Ev, everything, okay, yeah, including, uh, yeah, all of it. All of it, all of it, the floor is $11. Or 11,000 UPEX, which I know is not really indicative. And that's why I said this is a really brief overview of markets in general, not specific cities, because I know that Manhattan has surpassed 40,000 on the floor.
0: I think Manhattan's over 200.
1: What? Yeah, dude. Manhattan floor is 200,000? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Where have I been? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Oh, too much Brooklyn. Uh, zoom in a little more there. So if I go to, I mean,
0: 150. Wow. Yeah,
1: okay. it
0: was it was way up there. <clears throat> I see that it's yeah now Dang. in that 140 because I know that I had listed something uh, in the 200 range in that mm-hmm. because that was the floor and okay. uh, it was for Fiat and it sold. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, it looks like it's come down a little bit. 140 but uh yeah dude it's it's up there if you have uh a bunch of manhattan properties like i'm sure you do i I think we both do i I don't know how many i have in the city but um those investments have skyrocketed no kidding and uh yeah I, i i struggle listing properties right because like I just, I don't know, they're, they're all sentimental and have memories mm-hmm. attached yeah. to them, right? I've had yeah. them for so long. And I don't wanna sell any of them, but it's hard to not sell them at these prices, man, you know?
1: Yeah, no kidding. It looks like I don't even have 50 properties in Manhattan. I know I minted more, but I've sold them off to invest in other markets. Uh, I think I'm gonna hold off on selling anymore for a while. And I'm yeah. still holding three of those Houston Street properties too that I was very bullish on.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Lore dude.
1: on those has gotta be insane at this point. Right, yeah. Uh, the other news about markets is that the FSA or was it no non FSA in Chicago appears to be sold out at this point. Yep. So if you are looking to get into Chicago, find a legitimate friend to sign up as FSA and get them in there to mint stuff up. Chicago is likely going to be the next sold out city. I would expect potentially New Orleans to follow, although there's a lot of properties there still. Um, Cleveland, Kansas City and Nashville will find their way. but I think those are more interesting only because of the NFLPA connection and for their specific collections. So there will always be properties available there, and by always, I mean well into next year. At some point, they will sell out too. But uh, Berkeley and Oakland, I expect that to sell out fairly quickly, even the FSA. Uh, Maybe maybe even before New Orleans does. Because we just don't have enough West Coast cities,
0: doggone it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be highly desirable being right next to San Francisco like that. Um, absolutely and so yeah man all right uh bdag anything more for our audience before we let them go
1: no i think that's it enjoy uh enjoy your new year's western yeah. new years
0: yeah. yeah um we will be back on maybe sunday what's the, the day is sunday sunday's the second yeah we probably will be back on the second unless cool one of us decides to go somewhere on vacation for the new year's but right okay awesome all right uh thanks for listening and we'll see you soon adios it's the optics pop. Baby, glad you tuned in. Got
1: your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland, Grab your Upicks, man. On your way, and the doll hit you with four grand. Get
0: to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping, over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge ducking in Upicks.